0: you going to have to roll a blunt. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just puff, just puff, just puff, just puff for me. It's better than any joint I ever rolled. What did, let, me, let, me see what it, let me see what it sounded like. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh. My God, oh my God, again, here we are, another episode of Wake and Bake with mo yeah, that's right, we didn't change the angle on y'all punk ass niggas, let me stop, y'all not punk ass niggas, make sure we say good morning to the lady in the house, good morning, mm, another day, another dub, another dollar, some more dank, it's Wake and Bake with B-Mo time, baby, I feel like we've been gone for so long. Yeah. I feel like we've been gone for so long. How I look so far? I look a little. I look a little out of focus. What you think? Uh, it's like the mic is more in focus than me. Yeah. We should we do a little? You got it. Adjusting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man! But it's so good to be back. Make sure we saying good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning. What's up, Iz? What's up, Big Dog? What's up, Marissa? It's uh, I think I'm straight. I think so. Yeah, that that actually did make a difference. Appreciate you, sweetheart. You. We have a new setup here on Wake and Bake with Bimo, mostly because my thick ass broke the couch. My apologies, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies for my thick ass breaking breaking the couch. What's up, Mo? Mo's gonna get me the Mo said he gonna beat me down to get these stickers done. When the last time I made a sticker.
1: Last year? Right. <laughs>
0: right. Uh if it ain't one thing, it's another man now. It's my allergies this morning. I think uh mama Lane, you put that flower in there and fucked me up. It's been a long time since we spoke. Woo! I'm going through it right now. Where's your water? Right here. Oh, <coughs> not you! Moved out the way, <laughs> girl. Oh. oh man! All right. Did y'all see what happened on the? Did you Did you hear about what happened on the Joe Budden podcast? No, what happened. Now, I want to get your advice, Lady of the House. I'm gonna tell you the situation, and then maybe i I did this to my student yesterday too. And maybe, maybe we'll get a understanding what a moral center is in this situation. My goodness. No, Mo. <laughs> I'm not gonna print the stickers.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, I'll send you the design, and maybe. But what I what was I about to say? Joe Button? Mm-hmm. Let me recount the situation for you. I take it that you're not a listener of the Joe Budden podcast. That's just not your that's not your jam. Automatically, is it? No. So, okay. Uh, the Joe Budden podcast features two co-hosts. I guess uh, their names are Rory and Maul, but for this situation, we just call them co-host A and B. Okay. A few years ago, uh, a few years ago, Joe Budden starts a podcast. It's going well, et cetera, et cetera. It's going well. Uh Joe Button then uh begins his you know begins uh commercializing this and his podcast and that podcast at this point has two co-hosts. It didn't always have those same two co-hosts, but in the most popular version of this podcast, there are two co-hosts. Right? Good morning, Michael. What's up, Echelon? Good morning. Uh there are two co-hosts. Now, Joe Button is Joe Button, right? He is very much the Beyonce of this Destiny's Child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a leader of the Migos? Isn't it
1: Quavo?
0: He's the Quavo to the Migos. Right? Well, I don't know. Although, Migos are a little different. I feel like when you go see the Migos, you go, to see you go to see the Migos. You know what I mean? If you're going to the Beyonce concert and Kelly and Michelle happen to be there,
1: nice. Yeah, you'll be excited, but you came there for Beyonce.
0: I, I came for Beyonce, right? So the way Joe Budden positions it is, is that when he's going to sell the podcast, when he's going to make deals, distribution deals, money deals around the podcast, people call him. Mm-hmm. So in his lane, he feels like he's been very consistent about being the owner of the situation and that these two cohorts, what we call his friend, are just participants or employees at the situation. So I guess six years has passed now. Not I guess six years has passed now and the co-hosts are wondering about their ownership within uh, their ownership within the podcast to which Joe tells them basically shut the fuck up sit the fuck back this is my shit I'm paying y'all and you lucky that I'm paying y'all. what are your thoughts? but six years. It's been the three of them. They've grown. They've made money together. Did they oh go ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: <laughs> did they start off as like Destiny's child or did did it start off as he's Beyonce?
0: I wanna say now I'm not a uh I'm not a Joe Button knight. You know what I mean? I'm not a Joe Buttonstein, if you will. Yeah. Um but from what I'm understanding in my in my research, I did about four hours of research on this yesterday. I don't know why, <laughs> but what I'm understanding from my research, good morning, honey, Gladys. What I'm understanding from my research of the Joe Button podcast is that it sounds like it started off as Destiny. It sounds like it started off as uh, 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 Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, yeah. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Mm. Which, like, yes, Gladys Knight is out front, Smokey Robinson out front, but it's still a band. Yeah. Right? And then what I feel like it morphed into was just Joe Button featuring them. You mm. know, hmm. a lot of mistakes happening on both sides. Yeah. I can't just say Joe Button was wrong in the situation, although he was wrong in the situation. And I love calling Joe Button wrong. <laughs> I feel like Joe Button, Steve Harvey, What's another nigga that's always wrong?
1: <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson.
0: Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> uh, uh, oh,
1: fucking Kevin
0: Samuels. Kevin Samuels. I feel like all these niggas is in the same group of niggas that's usually wrong. What up, Sam? Good
1: morning. Good morning, y'all.
0: What was, what? So I'm listening to the Joe Budden podcast yesterday, which I don't advise a lot of people to do. It's a very negative. What up, Sam? What right, up, Sam? It's a very negative. It's a very negative podcast. It's like it's a very negative space. Uh, it's like Joe Budden always yelling at me with his cigarette voice, <laughs> and I just either want him to get off the cigarettes or stop yelling at me.
1: <laughs> but he can't do both.
0: But he can't. He's he's incapable of doing both. Goddamn <laughs> shit. Um.
1: What was I saying? Um you saying it's not all his...
0: Oh, fault. it's not all Joe Budden's fault. I look at these two individuals, the two individuals who were there on the ground level, and I feel like there's a there's a message here for creatives. I look at these two individuals who are on this podcast from the ground level. Um, it took them six years, three or four blown deals um, from Joe Budden, who was just known for blowing a deal. It took six years... The most notable blown deal was a 10-figure Spotify deal. A blown 10-figure Spotify deal, which means everybody would have been millionaires. For these two individuals to realize the lack of ownership in there that they had. What's up? Later. No no. Mm. Uh it took these individuals six years. And from uh, 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 Joe Budden's perspective. The interesting thing that I find here is that these two individuals who were there on this very in this ten million dollar podcast, these two individuals did nothing with their time. Wow. Uh, and this to me is this is what differentiates ownership. Not necessarily a nigga saying he's an owner. The thing that differentiates ownership is if there are business deals being made and you're not even included in the conversation about the overall business deal, then you're an employee. Yeah. damn. You have not made yourself vital. You have not made yourself known to be a partner. Well, Now, what gets interesting is the friendship part. You know, niggas want to be friends, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm talking to my over-the-shoulder brothers right now. It's an equitable partnership. Three of us bring three different things to the table some of us might be more popular some of us might be more unpopular it don't matter we all bring in three different things to the table to create a complete project i'm very i'm very disappointed in these two individuals who sat on the podcast for 6 years would often show up unprepared mm-hmm. leave mediocre comments not, not add anything vital to the podcast uh, and you know that's the case because they took a 6 week strike right mm-hmm. these two niggas went on strike oh. that was a big podcasting situation okay. And Joe Bud replaced these niggas. Wow. And so these niggas had to come back to be like, oh shit. <laughs> niggas can do our job. Other niggas can say, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> up. Other niggas can do that. Yeah. Let's find a very yeah. interesting situation.
1: I thought they were I thought they were friends. They are friends. Well damn. <laughs> and they got replaced like that.
0: They got replaced, man. Look. Here's the thing. And I wanted to I wanted to uh Oh, my collars in the <laughs> mail because I'm preaching. You feel me, echelon? <laughs> uh <laughs> Bam Bam Fiasco. <laughs> my um there's a message out there to creatives. Like if you're going to be on the ground level of something with someone who is leagues, leagues ahead of you as it turns to popularity and reach and, and touches and shit, boy, you better give your all. I'm right. saying that to myself as I have bad days at creative theory from time to time. I'm saying that to I'm saying that to my podcast partners. I'm saying that to the lady of the house. Yeah. Nobody owes you a goddamn thing. And I love how the Joe Button situation ended up with him firing the white boy. Mm. <laughs> and I disagree with Joe Button on a lot of things, but the lot the read that Joe Button gave the white boy yesterday, oh Lord, yes. Yes, honey. Yes. Uh, talk about a read. What? Talk about a read. This nigga, about, this nigga talked about his entitlement for an hour. An hour. In the podcast? In the podcast. Damn. And then fired him at the end of the hour. Wow. Woo! <laughs> that was a good read. That was a solid read. Thank you, Joe Button. Yikes. Y- Yikes, indeed. Mm. <laughs> uh, owie, wowie. That's what that was. Zowie, Zowie, wowie, Zowie, Shout out my nigga, John. Shout out my nigga John Doe. Low-key sponsoring in the show. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. I don't him. even think this nigga up. This nigga is up. He don't be watching up. Right. <laughs> you got shit to do. You got shit to do. My drug dealer better than your drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> my drug dealer can beat your drug dealer's ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? But probably though. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but actually. Probably, um, oh, Trinise says it doesn't contain harsh chemicals. Yeah,
1: that's, that's the one that's getting
0: married in Atlanta. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We are going to a lot of weddings this summer. Mm-hmm. We got Drew and Tierra getting married in 16 days. Sheesh. What's right? the day, the 13th? Today is the yeah. day the 13th? I think so. We got Drew and Tierra getting married. I'm the best man on that joint. Shout out to being the best man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. You feel me? What up, Reed? Uh, we got Trini's wedding is in July, mm-hmm. and then and the uh, of one of the one of the wake and bake with Bebo Nights is getting married. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right, he's getting married in August. I don't know, I don't know if I am I supposed to keep it a secret.
1: I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Maybe that's... I don't know. He seemed for- like
0: a secret-ass yeah. nigga, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think <laughs> I think you should let him... I think you should let If you care to be recognized for being married soon, please announce yourself, sir. Or madam. What's up, Jess? Huh? What's up, QB, Carew Oh, Carabel. Carabelle! Carabelle, please let me tell Is this Carabelle from the summer program? What's up, man? What's up, Jess? What's up, Reed? naughty Huh? What's up? What's up, Kadaro? K- for you? Did we go to high school together in Mississippi? What's up, bro? How you doing? Welcome back to Who oh, way make we be? Whoa, we got a new background because my big ass broke the couch. Yeah! All right. <laughs> 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 y'all thought that was the blunt. That no, wasn't the blunt. That was the uh Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's happening and it's our brother Michael Robinson is getting married, y'all. Hey. <laughs> 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 meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Will you say lady of the house? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> give me give me the lady of the house on. Ah <laughs> 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 hey. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh we congratulate you. We love you. Uh, and we're, and we are we celebrate to you. celebrate, exactly, precisely, precisely. I don't know if that's your phone or if there's something happening on the live, but we still here, baby. How the mic sound? How we sound? We sound all right? We let me know. Did I, did we fix a problem? Hmm. 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 Uh, make sure y'all go to somewhere, check out my man, Chris Pirate, saying got the nice little situation, uh, going on. That's the t-shirt for the day. We'll make sure we put that in the clip. If there is a clip from this episode, you know, not, a, not all episodes got clips. You know what I mean? Some episodes just about me and you. It's me and you. Now, I've been waiting. I think I want to make that move. Now, uh, baby, tell me how you like it. Tell me how you like it. Shout out, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we don't celebrate one-hit wonders enough in our community. Is Cassie a one-hit wonder?
1: She she had a couple other well, I not I don't know if they were hits necessarily, but she 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 had some more projects.
0: She has some more projects? No, Alright, yeah. thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Is this such thing what's the name for a two hit wonder? A two hit quitter <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> that Thirty it'd be it be uh it'd be creeping up on me from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> it'd just be popping up. All right, all right. Lady of the House, what you, you got some news from the Lipstick Alley. Ooh, um, I got it. I'm,
1: I'm trying
0: to go through it. Give, while I'm rolling the blunt, <laughs> please give us a little news from Lipstick Alley, live from Black Woman Central. The Lady of the House! <laughs> See, when we get a perusal on this motherfucker, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my sweetheart. My sweetheart. My sweetheart, giving news on Lipstick Alley. Hey, hey. Shabba! Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, in good news, Ooh. new COVID cases drop sharply as millions get vaccinated. So...
0: What are your stances on the vaccine lady of the house? Oh, st- still oh, pending?
1: Oh, you doing that?
0: Oh, never mind. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, uh personally, I I'm just very me personally, I'm just very what's up? It's the T V. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just a little weary of of foreign things going into my body. True, true. Especially at this this stage in my life. You know? Um Yeah, I'm Still pending. Still pending, but, you yeah. know, I appreciate everyone for doing their part. That's right. For everyone doing what they feel is necessary.
0: Mm-hmm. I thank you. Mm-hmm. So. We said on uh, we said on Wake and Bake with B-Mobile 4 that if you are black and have taken the vaccine, you are revolutionary. Oh, yeah. I want you to know that. You are Truly a revolutionary because niggas just don't get to participate in new shit. Right. Yeah, you know I mean that's not something that we just get to participate in. That's some that's a very white privilege shit. Like, oh, we opened a new thing in mm-hmm. Texas. Okay. Uh let's see how many niggas go first. Right. Right. Uh not all niggas, just some niggas. That happens to be a a, a nigga characteristic as it comes to the buying demographic of niggas. Right? So, like if <laughs> you are a black person who has volunteered to take this vaccine, knowing the distrust, knowing the hesitation. The value—not value hesitation, but the 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 valid hesitation that you have towards the vaccine and the American healthcare system, and American government, and testing things on Black bodies and and community things not working out in your favor, and the Johnson Johnson thing being in your being in your situation—as much as, uh, 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 as much as you know about those things, and you're still willing to take the vaccine—trust me, this is not me being uh, uh facetious and making fun of you. I'm being dead ass. Right. You are a revolutionary, and I commend you. Right. I'm scared.
1: Right. <laughs> Personally, but.
0: <laughs> I'm scared. And I'm working on it. But I applaud you.
1: We have a couple comments. You can't see on say? the TV. Uh, Honey's Girl said, How y'all feel about the vaccine passports?
0: Well, I guess I asses won't be going nowhere. <laughs> 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 um,
1: Echelon Speaks said. Oh, Echelon Seeks, I'm sorry. Said, I got my on uh, my phone right there. Wow! <laughs> Man, <laughs> get
0: that worked out. I feel you, niggas. Don't trust new shit. Niggas don't trust new shit. All right, what else we got for them, list of Alley?
1: Okay, um, let's see. Oh, uh, there's a topic that says, "Can we stop wondering why black people don't thrive in business?" I'm kind of interested to see. What, what you what mean? Can thrive. we can yeah. we
0: explore why black people don't thrive in business? Yeah, let
1: me click on this. See what they're talking about.
0: Why do I feel like this is a complaint about um, niggas with bad customer service? I want you to know something <laughs> right now. When I go to a black business, I don't want no damn white. Don't give me no Chick-fil-A t- customer service. Right. I want, talk to me like I'm a nigga, okay? Right. <laughs> I want to be treated as if I'm a member of the community. If you're having a bad day, okay, that's fine. Can I still get my product though? I don't give a fuck about no good commu- uh, customer service. That's of whiteness. What i am going to do? Write a letter to the owner? Right,
1: right. This shit. Hold on, I'm about to. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So it says. Where is it?
0: I like my black businesses with bad, not necessarily bad customer service, but just give me, like, if it's a, if it's a black woman with an attitude at the Waffle House, do you really got an attitude, or is that part of the aesthetic? <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
1: Um. Hold on. Let me turn this shit down. The recent firing of Ah.
0: <laughs>
1: Rory and Mal from the Joe Budden podcast. Oh wow! Wow, right? Wow. Right.
0: Okay. What are they saying? What are they saying?
1: spark this thread. I think it really opens a broader conversation about Black people in business. I know a lot of this Joe buttons I know a lot of this is Joe Budden's issue. And as a person and businessman, as a person and businessman, but it's a dime a dozen story. Black people complain about getting snaked in business. Then when they boss up, they turn into the same people they complain about. Everyone's so honest and earnest about. Everyone's so honest and earnest and of good moral character until they get a few good, a few dollars and some people to manage. Somebody needs to tell all black people who want to start a business. You can't run a corporation if you can't keep a mom and pop shop running. Stop thinking bad business practices are just white people being snakish. At the end of the day, if you go into business with niggas, you're going to have to deal with a lot of the same shit, if not worse. I know I'm ranting, but it irks me when black people in, in their bit. In the public eye play their business moves as a positive for black people everywhere. When the second they get some money, they don't want to pay people. They don't wanna they don't want anybody asking them questions and they just want people to be like please and thank you and take whatever they give them.
0: I don't get that. Ooh. Okay. 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 In listening to Joe Button give a read to Rory and Maul yesterday. Mm-hmm. I will say, in terms of the things that you just said, that last paragraph, those last three or four sentences, do ring very true specifically to Joe Budden. And then I want to extrapolate that even more to Diddy. Because mm-hmm. um, Diddy wrote, you got to remember, Diddy three, week, three oh, weeks yeah. ago wrote that letter to corporate America saying that corporate America is piecemealing money mm-hmm. and not paying black talent. But there has been a history of Diddy uh, manipulating the music industry and music law to not play, not pay black talent. Right. Um, and of course there are some nuances there. There are some caveats there as far as the power structure goes, but at the end of the day, the nigga not paying. And at the same time, when I'm listening to Joe Budden yesterday, a lot of the things that he said did ring in this in this. See so here's the thing. I think I think niggas in 2021 are less worried about the number that appears in a salary, and more worried about what their position is within ownership and equity mm-hmm. in that company. Mm-hmm. If millennial, see, the millennial mindset is shifted away from what our parents was, it was like we're gonna work a job for our own personal stability. I think the real nigga millennials, especially those who are interested in building wealth. Mm-hmm. The question that we're asking ourselves when this situation comes up are, I don't give a fuck how much you paying me off the books. It needs to be enough. Hit my rate. But what is my control here? Right. What is my agency here? What is my purpose within this structure here? What are we doing here? How
1: much power and equity do I have? Right. <laughs> how
0: much power and equity do I have? Joe Button brings up a point that he knew Rory had lost this shit when he said, when Rory suggested that the podcast had lost quality because Joe Budden was playing R&B in the middle of the podcast. And Joe Budden's response wasn't, okay, that's an interesting idea. Or mm-hmm. his was like, Rory, what makes you think you got say-so here?
1: Oh. Mm, okay.
0: You feel what I'm saying? Right. So you could, I could be the most paid person on your payroll. But when I make a suggestion... To a product that I thought I had equity in, right, and you not only deny my suggestion, but then even you question my equity in the situation. Okay, it sounds like on that level of respect, I'm not needed here. Right. Complaints still be, you still gotta, you still gotta earn your keep if you're gonna be, if you're gonna talk ownership talk, you better work ownership hours mm-hmm. you better take ownership cuts damn read the last three or four sentences again
1: <clears throat> Um. it irks me when black people in the public eye play their business moves as a positive for black people everywhere when the second they get some money they don't want to pay people they don't want anybody asking them questions and they just want people to be like please and thank you and whatever they give them you want me to read No, that was good. Okay.
0: That's exact to me. As we are in the era of two things to be true. What's up, Sam? What's up, Tierra? What's up? What's up, Free Alexander? (laughs) Head dog? What's up, player? What's up, yo? Uh, As we are in an era of. um... Oh, man. What were you talking about? Um, The. The thing about read, people. read it. Read it one more time. Read one more <coughs> time. What's up, everybody?
1: It irks me when Black people in the public eye play their business moves as a positive for Black okay. people. Pause. Okay.
0: Pause. One. One. Capitalism will not save us. It will not save us. Mm-hmm. It's cute that niggas is out here getting money. It's cute that niggas have manipulated the system for their own personal wealth. But when I save us, when I say save us, I mean the race. I don't mean you, nigga. Right. That that rigid individualism, you know what that is? That's whiteness. And I didn't make that shit up. That's a fact. <clears throat> mm. So so niggas out here perpetuating and blowing up their di- business deals as Joe Budden perpetuating that his Joe Budden podcast is good for the race. Get the fuck out of here, Joe Budden. You just another nigga you just another nigga with a voice. Unless you are creating other sustainable ownership within other people, to get the fuck out of here. Keep going. And it don't sound like what he's doing. I'm sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Uh,
1: The second they get some money, they don't want to pay people. They don't want anybody asking them questions, and they just want people to be like, please and thank you, and take whatever they give them.
0: So, I guess the catalyst for Rory getting fired (coughs) is that he had uh, 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 Honey's Girls agrees with me. Mm Sean Barley says everyone trying to be the head nigga in charge, right? Right.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And which we've talked about on the show before, that leadership in this capitalism structure, leadership is often positioned um, uh, in, a, in a in a place where like in a place where like hierarchy, where like the leader has to be the most skilled, most talented, uh, most paid, most qualified person. When mm-hmm. leadership is just a leadership is just a quality within itself. Right, (laughs) like the whole like this is the same mindset that you got to work your way up to the fries. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. Right. (laughs) No, you don't. You could be good. You could be very skilled and not be a leader. Exactly.
1: And you could be at the top and still also not be a leader.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, keep going. Oh,
1: that that was the end of the paragraph.
0: That's it. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah every, every nigga trying to be in
0: charge. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand it.
1: Oh, did you, um, you said you were going to extrapolate that to Diddy? Did you already like?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Diddy does the same thing, though. Yeah. It's within the same energy. Same energy. Niggas get a little bit of money, get a little bit of money, and all of a sudden they want to stop empowering other niggas. Right. Hmm. It's interesting that as I'm thinking about our seven billionaires, Oprah well not Oprah Oprah might be the Oprah and what's the dude that spoke at um at uh at Morehouse yeah that guy might be because now I'm thinking about Jay-Z don't got no grants Kanye don't got no grants Tyler Perry might have some fellowships within the studio but I don't see billionaires and millionaires trying to make other billionaires and millionaires. Mm-hmm. Sam said, I'm just sick of everybody's ego. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had, to, I, had to, I had to call myself the other day. Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what is you doing, my nigga?
1: Excuse me. Honey's Girl said, because whiteness equals power. So when niggas get power, they start acting like white people. Uh-oh. Wielding power is, wielding power like white people. And Sean Bartley says,
0: what do you think will free us as a people? What do I think will free us as a people? I feel like I keep getting asked this question over and over again. I will say, let's say this. Let's say this. The liberation of the black body and the black psyche is dependent upon a partnership between the oppressor and the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I think what will what will lead to our freedom is real things, systemic change, the moving a uh, uh, moving away from a capitalistic structure. Uh, systemic reparations, private reparations, the critical race theory, uh, uh, systemic changes happening within the education system that let people know what America is. Uh, I believe these things are the catalyst to our freedom. What's presented in front of us, though, what brands are doing, what organizations are doing, what individuals are doing, what entertainment is doing, what nonprofits and philanthropy is doing. All these things to me always feel like piecemeal, always feel like prescription medicine in comparison to an actual cure. Mm. In America, there is no money in the cure. There is no money in freedom. There is money... In the progress to freedom. Well, I say it before, I say it again. My biggest fear, my biggest fear is that America will pass reparations mm-hmm. and we'll all get two dollars and fifty cents in a pat on the ass. <laughs> and then for the rest of American history, Americans say we gave y'all niggas reparations.
1: Mm.
0: True systemic change, not isolated systemic change. We tried the moral shit.
1: Yeah,
0: you remember y'all remember Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. We tried the legislation shit. Y'all remember the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. This nigga Jesse Lee Peterson said racism don't exist. Boy, I- <laughs> this nigga said
1: racism was a lie. <laughs> Amazing. Grew up on a plantation and still said that shit doesn't exist.
0: Too old. (laughs) Too old. (laughs) What else we got on Lipstick Alley? Uh, Let's see. What's the time we're looking at right now? We got time. We got time. We got time. We got time. What up, B?
1: What is this? What up, Diane? Oh. Interesting. The greatest rock song in the last thirty five years predicted the rise of today's USA cult of personality and politics.
0: Thirty-five years ago.
1: But they're talking about Living Color, which is a, a black rock band.
0: Yeah, I know, but yeah. that song came out thirty five years ago. Cult of Personality came out thirty five years ago. PZ. What's up, baby? Yeah, the late eighties. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know that song from a wrestler. Wow! Shout out to CM Punk. Uh, that's,
1: that's exactly what they said.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I know that song from a wrestler. That's a white man who had, who used his privilege to put a black man out front.
1: Wow!
0: And I didn't know till WrestleMania when I saw them perform live that In Living Color was black. It makes sense. Mm. <laughs> Culture personality is the shit. <laughs> Look in my eyes. What do you see? I'm the cult of personality. That's my shit. I know your anger.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, this is literally talking about um, the song making a resurgence in the last decade because it was CM Punk's theme song. Word. Yeah, and then and then it's talking about the lyrics ring true to today's politics.
0: Turns we gone. let let's let's get the people to listen now the last time I listened to music on the show, I did bust out crying. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen this time though. <laughs> Let's see Happy tears. No. Happy tears, maybe. PZ. Oh, it starts with Malcolm X. they black yeah they black <laughs> uh. Oh, this shit go yeah that's a
1: black man yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> All we need is a shiva. <laughs> <laughs> no, this shit goes. This shit goes. We appreciate you. This might be the this might be the jam of the week. You see them? This might be the jam of the week. Oh, these niggas black black. Right. Oh, this nigga got locks? Right. Right. One of these niggas got locks. One of these niggas look like Shalimar. <laughs> One of these niggas look like Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Two of
1: them got high tops.
0: Two of them got high tops. One of them used to have Jerry curls. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> me, on me This shit is good though. What's up, Monty Hill? Good morning. Make sure we saying good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning, y'all. In the background right now, we have In Living Colors. um personality. That's a good little jam, though. You it is. We're to have to keep that going. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to keep that going. That's a good little something-something. I don't even know if y'all can still hear that. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Turn the TV up real fast. Let me see what we sound like. Okay, cool. That's fine. That's a good jam. Mm-hmm. That's a good jam. All right, all right. What else we got on the? Um, what else we got going on the? Uh, pop said, "Ah, yo, my, I had an uncle that passed when I was in college. This nigga had a Jerry Curl every day of my life. Ah. Every day of my life, this nigga had a Jerry Curl." <laughs> What else we got on the lipstick alley, sweetheart? Mm-mm. Uh-oh. You want to talk about this? What's, what's up? I don't. You got to read it out loud.
1: I, 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 I'm just showing you, like, to see if you want to talk about it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. There's a tweet that says, when you're black and good at your job, they just work you harder instead of promoting you. I swear.
0: Man, that was one of the, when I was working summer jobs as a kid, Um, that was one of the things I heard often would be like, oh, you're really good at what you do. We're going to keep you in that position. And my retort would be like, you know, I could teach somebody how to do this. This is not right. This is not like an innate skill. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't born to sell tickets out the ticket booth. You feel me? That wasn't the thing that like, oh my goodness, the Lord. The Lord blessed him to sell those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Talking
1: about you're really good at this. You're
0: really good at this, so we're just gonna keep you in your position. I'm like, mm. 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 Right. Uh <sighs> Honey's girl. Man, that's that motherfucker. Honey's girl's ripe. Right. And then or tell you they're gonna promote you and work you harder and never follow through. Mm-hmm. That's that motherfucking. That's that motherfucking. Uh, that's an that employment shit for you. I'm telling you, employment is a thing of the past. In the future, we're all associates. Okay. And I know, I know. Some people look at me and they be like, "Oh, what's the difference?" It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Wherever I go, I go as me. Mm-hmm. I don't transform into an employee. I don't have to follow nobody's code of conduct. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do exactly what is professional within my eyes. And if we are unaligned within that professionalism, within my skills, then we separate. Right. What?
1: You know there's a movement going on now, like the workers' movement?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the workers' movement?
1: Uh, Basically, people are realizing their worth, pretty much. Like, they're not about to work for pennies and work these menial jobs that can't sustain them and not even menial. Sometimes it's like, you know, these jobs basically, uh, told them they weren't necessary maybe in the beginning of the pandemic. And now that things are opening back up, they need employees. And it's like,
0: <laughs> you Yo. told me. Yeah. Yo, do you remember that? This is right before the show started. Um, and they said the language in the world was um, only essential people are, were going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at home like, so what the fuck am I doing? Right. Right. You it, Only essential people get a letter to go to work. Damn. What the fuck do I know? Mm-hmm what the fuck am I doing? Is my shit inessential? Um, Malik says, niggas not accepting minimum wage. Bro, the conversations I was hearing on the floor of the House of Representatives when they were talking about the $15 federal minimum wage mm-hmm. and some niggas were saying it should be $7.50. What?
1: Inflation just went up 4.2%. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't want to, I mean, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, sometimes I the thought that I have right now is I feel like everybody can make a, li- a living wage and we still live in a society where everybody can afford mm-hmm. everything right. and nobody would lose money. But then there's this thought that pops into my head is like, oh, you're not an economist. But then the other thought was like, I feel like I feel like white people created some titles just to make to make you think that you don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> right. But I know in my head, if money ain't real and everybody needs at least $25 an hour to maintain their life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then why can't we make that happen?
1: So are you, are you talking
0: universal basic income? Definitely should be universal basic income. You mean you should get a check for living? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you should get a check for staying alive. And if you haven't been poor, shut the fuck up. Right. If you've never experienced poverty a day in your life and you are arguing against universal base income, shut the fuck up. Right. Because surviving day to day, when you're poor, oh, it costs you about $1,000 a month. It's more expensive to be poor. <laughs> it's way more expensive to be poor. I spent more money in poverty than I spend now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> and if you haven't been poor, I don't know how to explain it to you. I really don't. We had an episode where we hypothesized what happened. What would happen if all the homeless and home insecure people uh, were moved to one state?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We called it Kansas. Mm-hmm. They'd vote for universal basic income, right? And there was another state that just had all the poor people in it, all the the poverty class. Mm-hmm. That might be the most resourceful state that we'd have in the in the in the states, right? That might be the most resourceful state. The smartest state. because they poor, people look at them like they stupid. Like they in that the best strategists I know are living in poverty right now.
1: Right. Most creative.
0: The best grant writers I know mm-hmm. are living in poverty right now. But y'all call it y'all call it scamming the government.
1: Hey.
0: Government give out money to white folks every twenty every twenty minutes. every 20 minutes nigga take a dollar oh
1: don't get me started the documentary I was watching I didn't finish yet but it was basically talking about um, I want to know the correct um, like treaties and laws or whatever but back in the day white people were scamming and like putting themselves as I think it was native so they could get these benefits and like yeah Mm -mm. mm-mm mm-mm yeah they yeah it was like some type of program or whatever. And then they would like slide them $5 on the back end so they could get on the list.
0: It mm. That don't make sense to me. Yeah. There should be a workers. There should be a, a workers movement. Because you know what? That's. I should not be able to play nine to five people. It should not be something that I can see clearly. Like, oh, y'all getting housed. hmm And nobody say nothing. We have a whole Labor Day. There was a was crazy. I'm telling you, there's something about this hundred year thing. It just it just keeps coming back to me. Uh, the labor I feel like the labor union force was a hundred years ago. Wow, when niggas was first talking about <laughs> labor unions, yeah, I feel like that was like the twenties. That's crazy.
1: Wow, it's
0: time for a change. Yeah, it's this time shit for is like, happening. yeah. Hey, man, look. Look, look, all right, niggas. Is, I feel like niggas is doing well and right. trying to and trying to produce change for themselves. Yeah. White people, what y'all doing? Because <laughs> it was a time. You seem a little scary,
1: yeah, Huh? Oh. You see a big ass white up there? Yeah, is that a daddy long legs? Yeah, goddamn. Damn. <laughs> Where'd he come from? I don't
0: know. What? I've heard so many lower-class niggas. This is what Honey Girl said. Honey Girl, LLC. Go down, go down, go down, oh, go down. Go down. I've heard so many lower-class niggas talk shit about poor people. When I ask them how do you, how you get a job without a home address, they don't have answers. If you're poor, how can you afford a P.O. box? <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> she also says that the thing about it, too, is being poor is so much more expensive. Yeah, she, Sounds like we know we we have some fellow poverty people here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. What we got what's up, Danny. Danny says that's the problem because it's people with generational wealth that are making decisions for poor people. Are we ever going to have a poor president?
1: That would be interesting.
0: That would be interesting. That would be interesting <laughs> for the White House to be guaranteed housing for eight years four years if you treated the job like that mm-hmm. whoa whoa if you treated the job as guaranteed housing for four years based on metrics instead of building a political career gaining <laughs> political capital-hmm Um, winning elections due to money donations. Wow. (laughs) That is an interesting perspective. A poor president. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Are there as many people in poverty as in the upper class? let's see how does that work the the diagram i was taught when i was in college was that it was like a funnel it was like it was like a two-sided funnel it was narrow on the bottom and it got bigger and bigger as you got to the middle real mm-hmm. big and then, then narrow again on the top as you go towards mm-hmm. as you go as, as you go towards well let's
1: see
0: uh... what would it take to elect a poor president
1: That's a great question. Let's see.
0: Huh. Um. Hmm. A poor president. Sav says it's way more poor folks. Okay, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: For sure. You got the resource, sweetheart.
1: I'm on the census website. I'm trying to find... They got the household incomes, like, split up by race, but... No, I want the whole oh here we go. This is a twenty nineteen poverty report.
0: Right, so, Sam, I know about the one percent, right? What I'm well, I guess what I'm asking in terms of the one percent, the one percent are like the upper class is upper class. Is there an equivalent to like the the poverty's poorest? Would that be the, the home insecure? Say that again. I
1: mean.
0: How we did this last time. Mm-hmm. How many Homeless or home insecure people are there in America. Is it mm-hmm. was it less than a million? Was it more than a million? I can't it was, remember. It
1: was more. than... Oh, I can't remember. Damn.
0: Oh, you know what we said? If it was, it would be directly in the middle. It would be like a number of poor people. was like it'd be like the twenty sixth state. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Lord of mercy. Okay. I don't even know why I'm trying to go down that rabbit hole. I'm just <laughs> thinking about like. A poor president.
1: Now, when you say poor,
0: there is...
1: What level of income are you talking, like, that the president comes
0: from? What up, Steel? Um, okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Do this. Do this for me if you could. Look up the average... The average... Um, net worth... Of Bill Clinton. Look up the look up the net worth of Bill Clinton for me. <laughs> Shit, Honey's Girl said, uh, how would you even run the president without run the president without money? Scroll up a little bit. Um, they have some kind of minimum that candidates have to raise, though. Yeah. And then she goes on to say that. That's the whole reason uh, the vice president says she stopped running.
1: Sheesh! Oh.
0: Sav says the census also does a her- terrible job at head counting uh, houseless uh, folks in the home insecure. That's true. Um, you will only find a poor president in a comedy played by Kevin Hart. Thanks, <laughs> Peace. Appreciate that. Morning, lady of the house. Wake and bake fam. What's up? She, oh, wake and bake with be mo yeah.
1: Bill Clinton's net worth.
0: Yeah, what's Bill Clinton's net worth?
1: 120 million.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Good morning, Steele. I was not expecting 120 million. <laughs> okay, what's Obama's network? Uh, uh, what's Obama's
1: network? God damn! I want to see. Let's see. Biden's is trending. Let's see what his is too. Oh. What's Joe Biden's network?
0: Nine. Nine million. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 That's more reasonable. God damn! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A <laughs> hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah.
1: Crazy, right? Let's see. Obama. What's Obama's? Uh, oh.
0: I didn't think he was Poe, but <laughs> 120 mil? God damn. <laughs> Obama, 70.
1: Okay, okay. I could work with 70.
0: Yeah. I can work with 70. Okay. So. Hold on, I'm trying to plug in my laptop. Okay. What happened? Sad. What happened? you <laughs> thought billium was poke uh, <laughs> 120 mil I was not expecting that um bernie the, yeah look up, okay 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 <laughs> look up bernie sanders sanders um net worth right and mm-hmm. then i want to see where that stands in like america's wealth scale okay then i want to find the opposite of that and see what that salary is, and then that's what I say. That's what poor is.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see.
0: A <sighs> hundred and twenty million dollars.
1: Oh damn! Yeah, Bernie's is only three.
0: Okay, <laughs> Bernie Sanders is three millionaire. <laughs> Ain't making well, actually, no money. Actually,
1: oh, oops, sorry, two
0: point five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Two point five. Two point five. Two point five. <sighs> And shit, Pizzee said, the way I think burning is poor. Yeah, that nigga. That nigga. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, he gives all his income away? Yeah, burning Poe on purpose. All right, so... 2.5 okay. million there. five millionaire—that's seven figures. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like—I feel like that's real, real talk. That's the middle class. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's the middle class. Darius Henneth in the middle class. Yeah. The upper side of the middle class. Right. So, what is the upper side of um the uh, the the poverty class? So, look up like. what's considered poverty the poverty level, and then we'll add like a couple percents. What's up, Joe? We're trying to see how much money a poor president would have to make to be considered a poor president. I don't know why we do these things, (laughs) but sometimes we go down down rabbit holes. You know, we smoking. Okay. Oh yeah.
1: Okay, so the guidelines are the same for all states except for Alaska and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, one fami- um, single household, like one-person household, is 12760
0: That's the poverty line? Yeah. What's considered the poverty class?
1: I guess
0: like that, well, should I? $12,000 it, a year is the poverty line? And then
1: if, if it was an eight- person household then it would be forty four so it would it be twelve to forty four?
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah twelve to forty four thousand. Okay, okay. So let's say a poor president could be making fifty grand. Jesus.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> mm. Hey yeah, look up uh uh look up AOC's net worth. That's what the people that's what the people the peop- are talking about. Okay. Let's see. Very interesting conversation, though. Right. I don't think we're. Ah, ah. Brandon said that being president is a money move. It is. <clears throat> Sad I said, How the fuck eight people eat off of 44K? Shit, right. Right? Right. That's what I'm thinking. How the fuck is one person off of 12K? Well, I guess I've done it before. Right. <clears throat> well, Lord of mercy. Woo! Little miracles happen (laughs) every day. So think about that. The poverty line is Mm
1: $12,000.
0: You could drastically change someone's life with universal based income. Right. You could double someone's net worth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And wouldn't it just pretty much end up going back into the economy?
0: Right, so I'm confused. (laughs) Sav said, "America down bad." (laughs) 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 Yeah, definitely Um, done it before, but goddamn, when you say it out loud, how the fuck did I do that? AOC is a hundred thousand. Her net worth is a hundred thousand.
1: But remember, she was wasn't she poor before this? Yeah, yeah. She's thirty-one.
0: Okay,
1: okay. They're
0: not gonna let AOC be president, though.
1: Nah.
0: She talking about socialism. <laughs> she a woman. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she a woman. She a woman. She, she, what, ain't she lat, uh, Latinx? Mm-hmm. nah alright <laughs> you All right, y'all. Um, well, as you can see, we're still working out some of the things that are going on. I really, and I, I say this honestly, I'm really trying to move to Twitch, like, very soon. hmm Very soon. Very soon. Maybe the next time you see me. No. Um, Because I like this, but, you know, maybe I want more. I want more. And, honestly, I want y'all to be able to hear me and do other shit. Right. (laughs) I want you to be able to use your phone. I want you to be able to research things. Instagram be fucking up. Instagram be fucking up. You (laughs) feel me? Um, We got our mic situation together right uh so expect some changes happening soon especially in the background here we want to change the things up i got a plant next to me i don't know if y'all can see that it's kind of cute uh well i'm not gonna move nothing don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> it's not loose <laughs> oh it's not Mm-mm. all you gotta uh-huh. do is twist the oh it's a twisted thing
1: oh
0: wait uh uh-uh. yeah is that working yeah there you go wait up can be with be mo yeah smell it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> good morning y'all little miracles happen every day